We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. So we gather your spirit to all within us. As we gather, may we glorify your name. gathered even unto you. The Bible says unto him who answers prayer shall all men gather. But our garden is not unto any man today, not to come and partake in the excellency of human wisdom, but to come and hear from you. Father, we pray, O Lord, as, as we exhort you this morning in our midst, in our every home, in this garden today, Father, you will establish your presence amongst us in the mighty name of Jesus. You will establish your presence in our families in the mighty name of Jesus. You will establish your presence in our nation in the mighty name of Jesus. You will establish your presence as we walk through this year in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we bless you. Daddy, we give you praise and glory. Hallelujah to your name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we worship. You see, I want us to give God a clapping offering this morning, wherever you are, too. Just give God a clapping offering. Just give Him as much as you appreciate Him. Just give God a clap offering.
give him a clap offering because he is faithful. He is faithful who has been, he has been faithful even unto us. Father, we bless you. Lord, we give you praise. Oh, hallelujah to your name. Hallelujah to your name. Amen. Amen. We may have our seats in the wonderful presence of Jesus Christ. Amen. I want to greet every one of us once again. Happy New Year. And we are all welcome to service this morning in Jesus' name. We appreciate God for giving us another opportunity to be in his presence, all of us together. We want to bless him. Our, may our praise be accepted in Jesus' name. My greeting to everybody at home and everybody on ground. The Lord bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. So this morning, quickly to our, this morning we'll be talking, we'll be, this month we'll be talking about a new song. And I, and this morning when I was, when I was just there and I just, like I said, let us sing a new song literally. Let's learn a new song. And I, I wrote it down and I gave it to Brother Shegun. And I brother said, it's, it's nice. And I said, I'll give it to Brother Anthony. I'm so sure Brother Anthony have it. And I, uh, Sister Molayo, because she's the one, I know they are expert in all this period. I'm not an expert, I know. And I'm so sorry, I'm not an expert. Well, so I gave it to Sister Molayo. So I want us to literally sing a new song. From whom? Brother Anthony, we put it on the screen. You can copy it down. It's just a new song for us. We, the first one is, I have a new life. It's twice. That new life is twice. I have a new life. I have a new life. If anybody should ask me, what is the matter with you, my friend? I will say, I am saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost feed and heavenly band. I have a new life. I have a new life. I have a new life. If anybody should ask me, what is the matter with you, my friend? I will say. And heavenly I have a new life. Thank you. I have a new life. I have a new life. If anybody should ask me, what is the matter with you, my friend? I will say, I am saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, heavenly bound. I have a new life. I have a new life, I have a new life, if anybody should ask me, what is the matter with you, my friend, I will say, I am saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, and heavenly bound, I have a new Oh 
song will be permanent in Jesus' Amen. name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we said, he said, let's have a seat. God bless us in Jesus' name. We continue with that song. We keep learning it until we all learn how to sing it very well. You know, I, I can write it down, but I cannot sing it properly, but I can write it down. Hallelujah. So in song, God has already given us a new song. Say amen. So a new song is given. We have been, it has been confirmed that a new song is given. You have done it literally. You have sung a new song. You learned it and you sing it. The Bible says, show me your faith without work. So we are, you, have, you have faith that you have a new song. And you have put that to work this morning by singing a new song. And I want to pray our, our new song will be permanent in Jesus' name. So praise the Lord. So today, I, will be, I want to look at a new song in a new other way that the Holy Spirit has been telling me since I, I saw the notice that I will be ministering. You see, it's not one thing I like to, to be ministering here because it takes all my, the day, from the day you tell me to the day I say, I say it, it takes all my time. Thank God for pastors. Every time, if I'm praying in the morning, before this, this, what comes to my mind, how do you tell people the mind of God? If I'm, if I'm walking on the street, how do you tell people the mind of God? If anybody is talking beside me, it's, what is the mind of what is God saying to his people? So I want to bless the name of the Lord this morning. I want to thank Pastor for giving me the opportunity. And I want to go into my message as quickly as possible so that I won't say so many. So I have five points here. Five points to establish a new song in this year 2022. And I took my first my Bible passage we taken from the book of Genesis chapter 15. Genesis chapter 15 verse 13. When God was talking to Abraham, not Ab Abraham, not Abraham. When God was talking to Abraham or Abraham Genesis chapter 15. He said, he gave, uh, he gave, uh, God gave uh, Abraham then, Abraham then, a, a figure. And God was sure of the figure. So he said in verse uh, 13, he said, of a sure. And he said unto Abraham, no, of a surety that they, Thy seed shall be a stranger in a land that is not theirs, and shall serve them, and they shall afflict them four hundred years. God was so sure of the figure. Now, so when that was God, and we know the Bible says when God says something, is and when He says of sure that this is so certain, four hundred years is the maximum. So God gave Abraham then, before he became Abraham, God gave him this, that your children, they will stay in a land that is not theirs. 400 years. Nothing more, nothing less. Because God was sure. But when we go, when we fast forward to the children of Israel, when we get to their story in the book of Exodus, chapter 15, and we look at that, that the children of Israel actually spent 430 years in Egypt. They didn't stay for they started, they stayed 430 years. Yes, they do. So <laughs> yes, they do. They did they did sleep. So they stayed 430 years in, in, uh, in Egypt. But when you look at that calculation, look at that story, God actually started the work of their deliverance. 50 years, at, at the year 350 years. So God started their deliverance 50 years before, it, before 400 years. So if you look at them, uh, Moses, Moses trans took them out when he was 80, isn't it? 
and, and Moses, and uh, they've already spent 400, so you can do the calculation, subtract 80 from uh, uh, 400, and you see that it's 430, then put 30, then you know it's 400, uh, 450. So God started their deliverance 50 years before the expiration of that day. But the question is, why did they go at 400? Why do they have to wait for 430 years? God doesn't change. The Bible says the promises of God, they are yea and amen. If God has said this is what will happen, that is what will happen. But the people stayed 430 years. 30 years more than they are supposed to stay there. Why? Years before it has been given that they are going to leave. But they have to stay extra. Why? The Bible said that the things that were written for these people, by these people, were written so that we that are coming after them shouldn't make the same mistake that they have made. Earlier I said, the new song has been given. And you have a new song in Jesus' name. But we have to do some things this year so that our new song will be every day. We will not miss of the promise of the new song. We said, the, uh, Pastor uh, Gio said, gave a story which I will not go to about, about two people who were given promises. And one went to sit down, does nothing. And the other one went to some place and started doing something to bring the promise to pass. You know, the one that went to do something got the promises at the end of the day, while the one that uh, was waiting for the promise to just come to him got nothing. God is not at fault in that. Well, God has given his promise. God has said that uh, the siege is over. Over two or three million people heard it. It's only people that will run with it that will get it. If you, like, anytime I look at the story of the Israelites in, in, in uh, Egypt, it's just one family that produced everybody that saved them. Aaron, Miriam, it's just one family. It shows that it is only one family that caught up with the promise of God for them. And you know, before, and that is why when God will now give people priesthood, he gave that family, because it, that was the family of Levi. He gave them the priesthood family when they eventually got to the promised land. So we are going to be looking at just five points. What we need to do to constantly have a new song this year. I know there are so many things we need to do, but I'm just going to limit myself to five. And as we look at all these things, I pray that Lord will bless and open our eyes in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I never want to bless you for this morning. We want to give you praise that even as your word goes out this morning, that you will enlighten us, open our eyes, that both the speaker and the hearer, they will be blessed in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you because you have brought us, for in Jesus' mighty name we pray. So, so when the children of Israel got to, after the rest in, in Exodus chapter 15, they sang a new song, just like all of us have sang a new song this morning. And I pray our new song will be permanent in Jesus' name. So, in the book of uh, 2 Samuel, chapter 22, verse 31. 2 Samuel, chapter 22, verse 31. Verse 31. He said, As for God, his way is perfect. The word of God is tried. He is a buckler to all them that trust in him. So, God's way, word is perfect. He has decreed to both you and I this year that we are going to have a new song. And therefore, it is important for us to know 
that God will not change. He will not change his mind for anybody. But it is we that will now get to God and say, oh, I want a new song. These are the things I should do. Praise the Lord. So, the first thing I put here is that seek first the kingdom of God. We, it's a popular Matthew chapter 6 verse 3. He said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all, it, all other things shall be added unto you. So I'm going to speak more on that word, seek. What is the meaning of seek? What is the meaning of seek? So I checked the dictionary. The dictionary said the meaning of seek is an attempt or a desire. Strong. Use, put the word strong in, uh, in bracket, in parentheses. The word strong desire to obtain or to achieve success in a goal. So the Bible is saying don't play with it. Seek the kingdom of God. If you want your new song to be permanent and perpetual, you need to seek the kingdom of God. In the book of Joshua, chapter 1, verse 8, the Bible says, you will have good success. Seek. Like, I have illustration. Let's give people uh, footballers about uh, how people seek what they attempt to do. Now I'm going to give you about just two footballers, three or two. Now we, there's a popular one we know, Milo Messi. Then there's people that may not know uh, uh, Westminster Snyder. Now Westminster was interviewed about three months ago. He was when he was playing, he was one of the best. I loved him. I loved the way he played. And he said it would have been like Ronaldo or Messi if he would have been able to just stop partying sometime. He's a, he's a retired player now, but he looked at himself. Maybe he must have watched some of his, of his video, of his past video, and see that he was, he's as good, Snyder was as good as Messi or Ronaldo, even better. But because they cannot themselves under some discipline. Then they, uh, they couldn't achieve what Ronaldo or Messi have achieved. This, between these people, they share 12 ballon deal. 12 between those two people. It has only been one year, one person, the next year, but these guys, for, for, for 12 years, in the last 12 years, it has been between these two guys. They are disciplined, they, they know what they want, and they seek it, they have a desire for it. Some of us know that there's, a, there's a player now called Hazard. Hazard was playing very well in Chelsea, very well. Mishak is a fan. He was playing very well in Chelsea, and Mikel Obi was granted an interview about three, four, five years ago about Hazard. They asked him for play, they said for joke, the person said for joke, who is the laziest? player in the, in the Chelsea camp. Both Hazard and, and Mikel were playing together. He said, as for him, Hazard is the laziest player. He said, but he's still their best player. Hazard was lazy, but he was their best player. But you know sometimes lukewarm can take you to some place. He cannot take you everywhere. So Hazard, even when Hazard was in Lille, when he was in France, there was a report that he went to party, he got drunk, and they had a match on Sunday. He was so drunk, the, but the coach had nobody to replace him. Still put him there, and he scored three goals. But as time goes on, you need more discipline than that. And he started falling down the peg. This, the, the, the very great star that we know cannot even... He's not even playing regularly any longer. Yet he's still just 20, maybe 30 years old. Why? Because he was not disciplined enough. 
to move to the next level of his life. Um, Lionel Messi was interviewing myself and my wife. We watched Lionel Messi interview. He said he cannot play. You know, he's not playing very well like before again. He said he has three children. That he, he doesn't even sleep the way he's supposed to sleep any longer. That's what is because now he has to take the children to school. It's not like what he used to be when he was in Barcelona any longer. That, but now he has so many things to care about. So that's, therefore, he's not even training like he used to do any longer. He doesn't even, he said, he said that there are times he doesn't even get enough sleep because the three of them, maybe they are running temperature in the night and he's running all, all around with the wife in, in the house. What am I saying? That if you want to get the benefit of, of the kingdom, you have to seek. You have to pursue the kingdom with a purpose. The purpose is to achieve it. Bible says seek first. Determine to pursue it with a purpose to achieve it. Attempt, desire to obtain it. Act, sometimes when you seek for something, you don't just ask for it the way people who have Maybe, maybe someone is, someone, someone is need a car and someone has two cars and he wants the third one. You don't ask for the same car the same way, isn't it? The guy that, uh, that is looking for a third car can be describing the type of car he wants. He wants to be three-legged and every, every other thing. But you, you just want a car and you are going to hold on to God and go to, you are going to be more desirous than him. This year, God expects us to be more desirous of his presence. Want us to be more desirous of his kingdom. Would you stop playing church with the kingdom of God? The kingdom of God, every individual, myself, my wife, you, my everybody must seek the kingdom of God. A desire to achieve it. And as we desire it, God will give unto us in Jesus' name. The Bible says the kingdom of God appears to them that desire it. If you desire it, you will have it. Praise the Lord. So then my second point is that be blameless. Now be blameless, just say be blameless before God. See, you cannot be blameless before me. I said this yesterday when we were doing our review. You see, for I'm preaching now. I'm going to go home. I'm going to. I don't. I, I don't know, learn how to record, but I'm going to play it all over in my head again, and I'm going to blame myself for not talking well this place for over talking this way. So I can You cannot even be blameless before yourself. Talk less. Try to be blameless before man. So this year. God wants us to be blameless before him. Genesis chapter 17 verse 1 said, and, and Bible said, God called Abraham and he said to him, walk before me, not before your Sarah, your wife, not before uh, Isaac, your, your son. Walk before me and be blameless. In Psalm 139, the Bible says there is no hiding place before God. The Psalm said that if I go into the deep, you are there. If I switch up the light, that darkness is like light even unto you. So, you don't have to. You no hiding place before God. So every time, everywhere, any situation, when you are writing, singing, sleeping, eating, be blameless before God. God has said, walk before me and be blameless. God has promised, great promise for the blameless. And when you look at that, he said, and I will make you. It's God said, I will make you. You will not even have to struggle for it. When you look at that, seventeen, God said, and I will make you. A blessing to all generation. So when your desires of being blameless before God, God start working. You have just put God into work. He will begin to work for you. He will begin to work for you. He will work for you now and work for your generations to come. 
if the coming of the Lord tarries. So God wants us to be blameless before him, not before man. And I said it that I, I was referring to that and I said, when I, when I, when I, on Thursday when we were doing Bible study and then Brother Lawrence made so many contributions and I said, in my mind while I was listening, that this is what God wants from us. And I told my wife, I said, God wants us to be true Christian, not good Christian. You want us to be good. So you are a good Christian when you are trying to be blameless before pastor. Hey, so Kabrakadi is good. But outside him, when I'm away from him, I can do anything. I'm just good to him. You can be good to man. Just like Jesus. It was men that said Jesus was good. Isn't it? He said, good master. Jesus said, I reject that. I, I, nobody is good but uh, God. But God expects you and I to, he said, those that we worship him must worship him in truth. Truth means, where do you take truth to? If you take truth from uh, Dartmouth to Eastern Pastor, is this the same truth? If you take truth from uh, Canada to US, it's not the same truth. But, in the, but there are things that are good in Canada that is not good in US. You, do you know that? There are things that are good in Nigeria that is not good here. But truth in all those cities I just mentioned, is the same. But good may not be the same. So God wants you and I this year, in our attempt to be blameless before him, to be true Christian. In all our dealings, in everything we are doing, we must be true to God. No hiding place. The Bible says, speak to one another the truth. They said the Lord is at hand. So this year, I've made up my mind. He said, that's something I, I, I got my mind, I got my mind made up. In my Jesus someday, I got my mind made up and I won't turn back. Cause I wanna see my Jesus someday. So we got our mind made up to be truth to God. And when we do that, God has promised. He said, and I will make you, the generation after you, a blessing to our generation. God will make us a blessing in Jesus' name. Number three, he said, hold on to the promises of uh, God. Hold on to the promise of God. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23. Hebrews 10, 23. So we must hold on to the promises of God that we have said we believe. So we have said we believe, but we must hold on to it. Now, why do we need to hold on to the promise after we have said that we believe it? It's because... There, were, there, could be, there, could be, there could be lapses. There could be there some delay. So that you don't forget that God in January promised me a new song. So maybe in March, just like Rabbi Logan, we always say when I, when I lost my job in November of, uh, of that year, that he called me later when I told him, he said, don't worry. That God, if you don't have this text, you won't have a bigger testimony. And it does happen that way. So that God said we should hold on to the promises that we have claimed to believe. Like when I said, I have it, you know, said amen. You have claimed to. So in case when there is, like just like when Peter asks Jesus, can I walk on water with you? And while he steadfast Jesus, he was walking. But when he looked around, he forgot that there was still Jesus there and he began to sink. And that's why God said, the Bible said, we should not forget. Hold it on. Put it right before you every day that God has promised me, me a new song. It doesn't matter what is happening all around. 
what the, what the news is saying, what the social media is saying. But God has promised me, Kyle Joshua, a new song. And I'm going to hold on to that, no matter what's happening. So God wants us to hold on to these promises. And we must never let go. Never let go. He has promised and he will do it. He has promised he will do it. He has promised he will never fail. And we follow There is a strong connection between the promise of God and the word of God. What is the connection? That all the promises of God are contained in the word of God. All the promises of God are contained in the word of God. Second Peter chapter 1, 3 and 4. He said, His divine power has given us everything we need. For a godly life, through our knowledge of him. So his divine power has given us everything. Is this something? Everything that we need. For a godly life, through our knowledge of him. How do we have distance, everything that we need? Through our knowledge of him. Who called us by his own glory and uh, goodness? God, all the properties that we have, that God has given to us, that is established, is written in his book, in his word. And by, by getting ourselves familiar with this word, now it will help the, the first two, because we become blameless, because we, we know his will, we know his purpose. Then it will help us to seek the kingdom of God. And it will help us to appropriate those promises into our lives. So this year, lay hold on the word of God. Because there is, that is the connection to the promise of God. Lay hold on the word of God. And his word never fails. His word, according to the Bible, is yea and amen. Verse 4 said that through, those, through this, he has given us, us a very great and precious promise. Very great and precious promises. So that through them, you and me might participate in the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world caused by evil desire. So when you get yourself familiarized with the word of God, with the promise of God that is in the Bible, now it moderates your desires. Now the corruption that is in the world is caused by evil desire. But when you get yourself familiarized with the word, your desires are no longer evil. Your desires are the precious promises of God. Your desires are those desires that are important to God. Praise the Lord. And uh, so when your desires are, are God's desire, then there's one thing you want to do for yourself. One other thing. You want to make yourself useful to God. You want to make yourself useful to God. 
The Bible says God is not unrighteous to forget our labor of love. Make yourself, this year, I will make myself useful to God. Now, when I, I always want to clear this, when I say make yourself useful to God, I'm not saying which is good to join the church group. Very good. Because that's, that's like this morning we said we want to sing a new song. Then we practice the song. Now, when you join the church working group, you just practice what you have made up your mind to do. But that is just one part of it. Making yourself useful to God is that everywhere you go, anything you say, no matter the circumstances you are, God is in the centerpiece. And that's what we said this morning. God is the centerpiece. The Bible says you are the salt of the world. Like I always tell my children, when we eat and there is, we put salt to spice it, to make sure that we all enjoy it. That is what God has made you. That because of you, if you are not there, the world is just, it's not enjoyable. So you must make sure that you bring joy of the Lord to everybody around you. Don't let them get tired of you. Let them, every, let them be desirous of seeing you every day. There are some people that people, they don't want around them any longer. Don't get, don't get to that level. Let everyone be desirous of you. Just everybody is desirous of light. Everybody is desirous of salt in their food. Let people be desirous of you. So make yourself useful for God. Don't let people blaspheme the name of God for your sake. Make yourself useful. Matthew chapter 5 verse um, 13 to 16. Say you are the light of the world. Make yourself useful. And finally, be thankful. Every day, be thankful. Matthew chapter 14, 13 to 21. It's a story we are all familiar with. The story of Jesus preaching to some group of people, 5,000 men, maybe another 5,000 women, or more than that, sometimes, because I know, let me see, let me see, let me do the calculation. One, two, three. One, two, three, four, three, okay, four. So there are, there are one, two, three, four. Four, okay, four, four. Okay, let's say five, five thousand. So using this church as an example, five thousand men, five thousand women, and uh, children. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, about five thousand six hundred. Another more than five thousand children in that group. And Jesus had to feed, and uh, there was this little thing he had in his hand. And what did Jesus do? He gave thanks. He lift it up before God and give thanks. I want us to know this year as we give thanks to God in every situation. Like when Jesus gave thanks to these fishes, to the fish and the bread, and he told the people to sit down, what did he do? He gave angels chance to be the to give the food out. He started handing it was the disciple that was handing it over, but God was multiplying it. As they were taking it, God was multiplying. God was multiplying. You see, in Canada, you can actually, you know what you are collecting in the next two weeks. And you know what you are paying out. You know this, you know that, you know that. And you can actually really say, where, just like the disciples, where how will we do, uh, where will, will I do this thing? Where will the increase come from? You can actually say that. Because that's, it's not, this is not like where we are coming from, where maybe someone, somebody can come out on the sideline. Nothing comes on, up on the sideline here. Everything is uh, tailored. Even if you are doing skip and everything, they, are, they have a way of taking it away from you through their taxes and everything. But do you know, in that place, they were in a solitary place, away from town. They couldn't even rush to bring anything. So they have to depend on what they have there. And Jesus knew that. So he gave thanks. Did not pray to God for an increase. But he gave thanks. 
to God who created that, who created fishes, and who created the wheat that they use in making the bread. And what did God do? He went into action on this behalf. As we make up our mind this year to give thanks and cease from complaining, the Bible says we should be anxious for nothing. Now, it is, there, there will be moments where, we, where there is an anxious situation, isn't it? There will always be those moments. Just like the moment when Jesus said, when the disciples said that, uh, this, uh, Lord Jesus, these people, they've stayed for long ago, and they should be hungry now. And, they, and Jesus said, sit them down. Now, there will be anxious moments with the disciples. Uh, what does it mean? But the Bible says, even when, there, when that moments are right before us, the Bible says, in everything, in that anxious moment before us, we should, by prayer, supplication, and thanksgiving, we should make our request known to God. There are 12 months of this year, for this year, minimum of, of uh, 30 days on average. The Bible says, sufficient of every day is the anxiousness of that day or the evil of that day. So there will be that moment where you are supposed to be anxious. But God is telling you and I that we should be thankful for the little you have. Oh, Brother Shegu, we're going to talk about minimum wage. For the minimum wage, be thankful. And when you are thankful, you will still be in that position and you'll be doing great and mighty things. Jesus did not leave that spot where they are. The, the 5,000 did not leave the spot, yet God swung into action. Now I pray that this year, 2022, God will go into action, He could go into work for your sake. In the mighty name of Jesus. Your new song will be permanent. In the mighty name of Jesus. As a church and as a family, our new song will be permanent. In the mighty name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. So let us conclude. God is in that business of giving you a new song. When he created Adam and Eve, he, Bible says he blessed them. He blessed them. And that blessing, when sin came, they lost it. But you and I, we have come to Jesus, the promises of God. So that blessing is for us. Bible says have dominion. Rule over. When the children of Israel, when they crossed the Red Sea, I'm, sure, I'm so sure when they were at the sea before the cross, it was a moment of anxiousness, at least when we read it. But when they go to the other side, the moment of anxiousness changed to a moment of a new song. God, and that was the plan of God from the beginning, that there will be a moment of a new song. As we go into this year, God has promised us moments of new song and we shall have it in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I want us to rise up on our feet as we pray. God has put a new song in my mouth and I will sing that's the song of Mary when God, when he was told that he's going to give birth. He said, God has put a new song in him. And that's the song of, and, that's, and that was the song also of Anna when he, gave, when, when he was pregnant with uh, Samuel. I want us to know God has put a new song in our mouth and our song will be permanent in Jesus' name. I want us to lift up our voice and go ahead and just thank God for the promises of God which are yea and amen.
Let's go ahead and say, Father, we thank you. We bless you. Glory be to your name, O Lord. We thank you because of a new song. A new song in my family, a new song in my life. A new song, a new song, a new song. A new song of victory, a new song of deliverance. A new song of sanctification. Lord, I declare and declare, Lord, this morning, I have a new song. I have a new song. It doesn't just matter what happened. I have a new song. And my new song is permanent. For the year 2022 and beyond. Now that my new song is permanent. In the mighty name of Jesus. I sing a new song. I sing a new Bible says, as you say in your mouth, so will I do unto you. I want you to begin to declare. I sing a new song. Which area of your life do you need a new song? Begin to that I need a new song. I sing a new song. Not I need. I sing a new song. In the mighty name of Jesus. I sing a new song. As I take step. As I take step to seek your kingdom. As I take step to be blameless before you. As I give thanks for the little that I have. That is, I sing a new song. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you. I have a new song. I have a new song. If anybody should ask me, what is the matter with you, my friend? I will say, I am saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled and heavenly bound. I have a new song. Amen. 